0: Before the tops of the tallest buildings in the distance, creating a new city. A new city, he smiled at his new city, which he had created, and tried to blank out the memory of the clutter of the buildings hidden underneath the slate. The mossy field spread for miles before the select remaining buildings of his city. He smiled at his new creation, comfortable, safe, godlike, but he knew that he had to work to pick up the slack of his shoegazing mate. The slate tipped, and he failed to consider the woodland creatures of his world tumbling into the universe from inside the moss, and his blade drove into the dry turf of the moribund covering of the slate, six, seven hacks along the surface of the slate, no spark, and the moss was removed. They knocked off at four-thirty, thankfully. The wind had been picking up, and they worked, after all, unharnessed. Their boss was paying them outside of regulations, so, he rationalised, that is how they should be prepared to work. The young lad had been ready to leave for some time. He checked his watch, deciding it was near enough to argue his watch being a little, unavoidably fast. He shot down the ladder, onto his bike and was gone. No goodbye, no offer to help secure the ladders to the van. He had gone. At the depot, no one welcomed Christoph. No one asked him how his day had been, how work was progressing. Certainly no one asked him how he was. In the office, the pin-up girls strained and stared vacantly at him from calendars and adverts. The clock ticked lethargically. Clack. 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 And the girl behind the counter offered a feeble suggestion of a smile as he addressed her pleasantly by name. Same again tomorrow? The remnants of his accent betraying his origins. His English was unspectacular, but, and especially those phrases, such as this, that were offered with daily repetition, were perfectly understandable. What? she asked. Her sharpness implied an ignorance. She was dumb enough to genuinely not have understood. However, following his clear repetition, enunciated majestically and with some sarcasm, he always said this, she always failed to get it. She was still unsure. Determined now that she just didn't want to understand him, He smiled sadly and waved the whole exchange away as he turned to the entrance, bidding her a pointless good evening in his native language. The door clattered behind him and she, looking at the closed door, shook her head and using the full exhalation of her breath, whispered an epic, Weird. The yard was still, the big expanse of broken concrete, the pride of some post-Edwardian industrialist, shared now between small independent traders and workmen, unqualified unlicensed, absent from any craft. A few vans parked along the side of the old factory like broken, stained teeth. The downstairs windows, bricked-up squares, islands in the once smooth veneer of one's white render. The minimally ornate plaster work around the window surrounds had been smashed off, and around the windows above, the plaster was following this pattern, simply through years of neglect. Periodically, plaster had worked loose from the curved lip at the summit of the building, and in places even from the wall, heavily at the foot where vans and feet had kicked and knocked him. All of this went unnoticed. Christoph looked up at the thickening clouds and licked his lips, anticipating the redemption of a cold beer. Although many of the regulars of his drinking club, an ex-shop on the Uppingham Road, were from his mother country, only a couple were from his hometown, and they were one much younger, one much older, very different to him, their common bond, thin restricted to the familiarity of streets, shops, a priest. They were men, anyway. He tended to talk to the men, and they to him, of their country generally. A shared language, a stronger bond, premiership football, work, poverty. Christopher had made the decision, being, he felt, something of a sports fan of credibility and conviction, to support the local team, this being Leicester City. And he did so with the vigour, enthusiasm, and pessimistic victimisation of a local. So he talked city while they talked Chelsea, Man U, Liverpool, never having been, whereas Christoph, it was the one true magic time for him, he attended with regularity. He strolled through the emptying streets, the wonderful odours flooding from the terraced houses, roast pork, curry, cauliflower, bacon, and he decided to get a bag of chips and a pie on the way. He walked down the familiar streets, houses close on one shoulder, endless parked cars close on the other. He turned instinctively when he needed to turn, and screwing up his unfinished chip scraps, he reached the door of the club. The barman greeted him with a familiar, not absolutely cheery hello, picked up a pine glass and pointed to the tap of the check beer.